0: Whoa! Whoa! It's the illusion reporting from somewhere on spaceship Earth. We're uh, we're, gonna, we're changing it up on Friday nights. Bacular Bacular back by popular demand is the Sober Streams, dude. We're gonna do a sober stream tonight. I think we're we're gonna instead of Sober Wednesdays, we're gonna do Sober Friday nights. Sober Friday nights. And, um, and, uh, so we're going to plug in this one's a little off kilter. So I normally have a commitment on Friday nights down at, at an AA meeting, but I'm the coffee guy, but I've been on time now for eight months, eight months. I'm there on time, eight months, I've been sitting in my car early. And I'm I'm like one of those like like this is sober talk right now. So it's so I last a lot and it's just getting later and later. Like, yeah, what I'm a firm believer that you should be on time, especially when you have a commitment or an obligation or an appointment or whatever it is. So the meeting starts at 7. I'm supposed to be there at 6:30 to set up the coffee, dude. So I'm there at 6.30. I got stuff going on. I got children and this and that. I got stuff going on, animals. But I'm usually sitting in my car waiting for uh, someone to unlock the door, i.e. the secretary. And um, it used to just be a couple minutes, you know, whatever. I my look my, my, and so, so I've been trying to let it go, right? Like, like let it go. So I'm one of my character defects is I'm super punctual. One of my character defects is I'm super punctual, right? So I have to, my punctuality makes me super uptight about other people not being punctual. So I got to work on that like character defect of like me being resentful about other people's inability to show up on time. Right. And so I've been working on it. And then, so last, so the last four, so there's a new secretary, like, uh, I want to say eight, two months ago two months ago there's a new secretary who's never who's like always got someone subbing in never on time and then the person they got subbing in like what it's not their fault right so i'm one of those i can i i wait i i've been waiting 10 tonight i was like all right last so last week i waited 15 minutes sitting in my car. I got out. I bring my, I bring owl with me, dude. It's like a whole thing, right? So I'm sitting there. It's, it's six 45. And I'm like, I made, made a note, dude. I'm like, I resigned my, my commitment, man. No one else is showing up on time. I don't want to sit in my car, dude. It's wasting my time. Like I make a full effort to get here on time, whatever. So right as I'm writing the note, I was like, all right, I'm leaving at 7.40. And I ended up waiting that day to like almost 7.45, 7.50. Cause I was like, all right, man, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm just not gonna react. I'm gonna stay. But tonight I pulled in and it was the, going on like the fifth week in a row where like no one's there to unlock the door and i'm like you know i still had my note from like 2 weeks ago and i'm like dude if no one shows up by 7:40 i'm out dude out dude i'm over so i went stuck the note on the door like dude i'm out and uh yeah that that's my that's that's my story and i'm sticking to it and and again is is it's been interesting over the last couple of weeks is people have been like, where's the Sober Wednesdays? Where's the Sober Wednesday thing? And I'm like, well, I've been going to meetings and and it's, it's just interesting because I like got back and I was like, well, I guess I should start because I'm not going back to the meeting. Like I'm over it, dude. I don't, I'm not like, it's just one of those things, dude. Like I just don't dig that vibe, dude. I'm sh- like, it's just one of my like giant, pet peeves man I got a lot of them but my one thing that like makes the world operate on a smoother level is being on time dude and I'm not even like bummed on the dude who's been filling in it's not his fault but if you're going to be the secretary of a meeting or have a major commitment like you sign up for an obligation to be there dude like sorry like You're little like, I'm going on vacation. Like, well, you're secretary of a meeting, dude. Then you're so so, a sober guy. Like, I don't know, dude. I I just, that's why I don't like commitments. Because if you're going to have a commitment, you got to take it seriously, right? So I take it seriously, dude. I get there on time. I'm like, I do my deal, dude. But I felt, I, I don't believe in being a doormat. In my sobriety, I don't have to be a doormat, dude. And, and again, it's like you could get into the thing of like, well, that's the thing. Like I can't make the coffee sitting in my car, right? So why am I there on t- – it, it, it's 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 that thing. It's just finally where I was like, I'm putting my foot down, dude. I'm out, dude. So So if I'm going to be out, I might as well do this instead to make up – because like, I am an alcoholic, so I do have to be of service, and, and maybe like, this is a better way to be of service, dude, right, I, I don't know, dude, a lot of people said that sober streams have helped over the, uh, over the last couple of years, and I did, I did just kind of drop them, because I had to go like, take care, do some sobriety for myself, but like, on a certain level, like, like, one of the things that I, I've gotten out of sobriety is I value myself. I don't know, if, like, if 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 this makes any sense. Is like, when you get, when you get, when you decide to get sober, half the reason you're getting sober is you don't value yourself anymore. You've reached a bottom. You don't feel good about yourself. You don't feel good about the world around you. You don't feel good about anything, dude. You've just made a mess of stuff. So, like... One of the gifts I got in sobriety is I value myself. and if anybody wants to look under my hood, like I already do it, so I already know I'm crazy and cuckoo, but I'm also like one of those things of like, I value I value myself enough not to like stand for for being disregarded. And, and that's what it is. I know it's, it, I, I'm taking it a little bit personally about the showing up and unlocking the door for the coffee commitment. But then again, like as an AAer, like my job is to be there on time for the newcomer, right? So, how are you? So, if, if no one's there to unlock the door, I can't get in there to make the coffee for the newcomer anyhow. So I'm just, it's that thing where, like, I might as well be the the chip dude or the, or the, or not have a commitment at all, dude. Like, surf season's coming, dude. I got places to be on a Friday night. You know what I mean? Like, so anyway, I'm slightly resentful about it, as you can tell. So I'm, I'm letting it go. Resentment's the number one offender, right? So I don't really remember how this, uh, The sober streams work. I think I read chapter five from the big, let me read some comments. We're going to end at eight o'clock. I'm going to get this thing going on at sevens, dude. Hey, what's going on? Let's say hello to everyone. All right. We got orange County. We got 45 people here on a Friday night for a sober Friday night. So fantastic. And if you're drinking and smoking, that's fine too, dude, you're not required to be sober to hang out here tonight, dude. Trump. We got Trump Tard 24 here. Nice. Reed, hello from the East Coast, Kaviki, Oz bummed after a breakup tonight. Okay, dude, bummed after break, dude. Just smell the leather, man. Just go watch the smell the leather video, dude. Heck yeah, dude. From orangutan, Ryan Lyon. She is wasting your time, dude. I think Ryan is uh, talking to the breakup person. Be strong, love yourself, respect and Oz. Oh, yep. There's you're gonna get advice, Oz. Yeah. Links down below. Stay strong, Oz. Dude, links down below, dude. Um, We made 100,000. Spread the message. There you go. Um, Not a character defect, man. It's called respect. You did the right thing, Mikey22. Well, I guess what I was getting in is the character defect isn't my punctuality. It's my response to other people's tardiness, right? Is, Is my, like, I view... So again, we, you can get into the the proper etiquette and why it's imp- like look, the thing I try to teach my son is if you're on time, you're late. Being being on time is being 5 minutes early in my book. Like I truly believe that's how you're supposed to operate. And it well I wasn't this way all the time. It's a skill I developed at a certain point in my life. You know what I will say as as a Uh, From a a perspective, the number one thing that's gotten me ahead in the working world is punctuality. Nothing has done more to advance my ability to earn an income or make more money than being on time. And I know that sounds weird because I'm pretty flaky about these when I show up on YouTube and stuff. but But when I was doing the Sober Wednesday at 6.30, man, I was always there, dude. So when I, unless something came up. But what I can tell you about life is this. If you want to get ahead in the world, the number one thing you can do to get ahead in the world is be on time, which means five minutes early, dude. And the mentality comes with it is this, right? Being on time means that you leave early enough, assuming, assuming is a terrible word, Makes an ass out of you and me. Being on time is a whole mindset where like you take into consideration all the components in your life and then you actually account for things going wrong in route, dude. And you know where I really learned this? I had a VW bus when I was, I, I had a VW bus, a 1969 Combine VW bus. And I remember when I went and bought it from the dude. The guy's like, plan on... Plan on leaving fifteen minutes early and being fifteen minutes late for whatever you're doing, dude. And and I think the VW bus kind of taught me that. Like, just assume things are gonna ah, assume again. Just figure things are gonna go wrong, dude. Right? Like, how often have you gotten in the car where you're like, oh, good thing I'm leaving early. I don't have enough gas, or like, oh, I forgot that in the house. Like, so I'm all, I'm already out the door fifteen minutes that earlier than I need to leave just to take care of whatever might come my way. And and I, and I think that that's so that's just me. Like I did that stuff loaded, drunk out of my mind, the smoking weed. Like I was always on time. Like that's how I was able to maintain my job loaded dude was, was I was on time. But, but, um, what I'm getting at is, is are you going to do some geometry, Al? I'm super mad at Al. We're not talking right now. That's another. That's another story. But he's in here doing his geometry. We'll work it out before bedtime. Maybe. Maybe. Now he's. Like working things out over and over again. Right? Well, maybe you ought to like. Please, can, I, can I just find my Because you, you don't like working things out over and over yeah. again. Maybe stop doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Um, this protractor's not big enough. No, it's big enough. It's not. Yeah, it is. Let me bring it over here. Let me show you, dude. Just a second. I got. It. Oh yeah, does not. Do you see it? Like, as long as the lines go through the numbers, you're good to go. All right. So it, it, it's this thing where we're being on time's not the problem. The character defect. The character defect is my response when other people aren't on time, and. For, my, I'm a notorious dude. Like, this is something I've worked on over the last 14 years. For the last 14 years, right? Prior, if you were late, I'm gone. Like, no wiggle room. Five minutes max, max that's all I'm waiting dude if you're not there on time I'm gone dude I've walked out of crazy jobs and all sorts of stuff like there's that crazy video dude like like eight years ago where I walked on that dude it was a half an hour late I'm like I'm not working for you dude but what do you mean dude like I got I rather not work and be broke for Christmas than work for a dude who, shows, who doesn't respect me enough to show up on time. So I have a real issue with other people not being on time. But me being a dick about it or uptight or it ruining my own perspective is the character defects. Because it makes me super twitch out. Like, yeah. So, so one of the things that, like, like Al, Al, what is one of the things that I've instilled in you is always to show up and always be on time, right? Yeah, yeah like with the baseball games, the soccer. Did you ever miss a uh, practice? Nope. Nor were, did I miss a game. I were you always games. on time to practice and games and everything? Yeah, sometimes I was even early. <laughs> you heard it there first. So, so it's 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 a lifestyle, right? And so even in like drums, I it's the. Lesson starts at like 11, 15, Wednesday. And then I'm like there, like sometimes like 11, 11, like 11, 11, 10 or something. Yeah. We're always a little early. We're always sitting in the car, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's my thing. But again, is, is it took, it took eight months for me to finally be like, I can't do this anymore. Cause I would just sit in the car and like stoom and be like, all right, dude, like serenity now, dude, dude, like, you know what I mean? I would sit in the car and work on myself and be like, all right, dude, you got to let it go, dude. It's your being of service. It's hey, hey, dude, like don't, So I'm having this dialogue going on in my head, dude. Right. And I'm working through it. And, and, and tonight I sat there and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of having this dialogue going on in my head. I'm out, dude. And of course, I'm the bad guy, dude. Like the rest of the world. Where are you, dude? I go, I left a note, dude. I left a note on the door, dude, telling you exactly why I'm not there, why I'm giving up my commitment, and I'm moving on, dude. So it's it's that thing is um it that's that's where I'm coming out with it as a character defect. It's it's the uh job walk-off Wednesday was a good video, dude. Totally, dude. I'm the king of that stuff, dude. Cause that's the weird thing. And I've, I, I, I will walk at at any given moment, man. I don't like it. I'm out. I've gotten a lot better at it because most of, most of my pre sobriety reasons for walking were because I was crazy, dude. But as I've been sober, I I appreciate my own time. I appreciate who I am. I, I go, I'm living by a program of thorough honesty. I'm, I'm doing my very best to be like there, so yeah 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 it, so so that's how do you measure success dude your ability to uh your ability to enjoy the moment dude that's that's it man, like so I mean sober wednesday right, so if we're uh, sober Friday, right, so if we're here like how do you imagine? Like there's more, like lately I, I, I'll go out and I'll feed the cows with my cup of coffee and I'll sit on the hay bale and I'll sit on the hay bale and I'll watch the cows eating their hay. Right. And the sun will be coming up and the goats will be eating their stuff and the birds be be tweaking and I'll be running around with the dog and, and I'll sit there and I'll, and I'll see the success. And, and I can sit out there and be unsuccessful at the same time. If you listen to one of my, uh, my, um, my, uh, podcast, cause I do exclusive podcast links down below. I made a podcast sitting in that exact same spot, but unsuccessful, right? Al and I had, had a big blowout on the mountain, dude. And, and. We had failed. And so success, I think, has to do with with the contentment. And I don't think it has anything to do with with financial finances. I don't think it has anything to do with people around you or anything. It has to do with your ability to, like, be present with it. And sometimes the greatest success, like, look, I'll say that one of the great successes I had was overcoming the fire and the separation and the potential divorce back in 2018, 19. Like that was success. dude. was my ability to overcome utter failure, dude, right? To own it, dude, to own it completely and, and, and be willing to not blame other people for it and change who I was. So I think success is, is, is one of those things where it's an, an internal thing. Like, like sometimes success has been financial, dude. There has definitely been financial like moments of like, oh, success. Like I felt like when I sold those these pieces of art, the mountains don't care art in my own custom frames. And I put it up on Etsy and it sold in 24 hours for like $500 or something. Like I felt super successful. Right. When that, when that lady came in from the the art gallery, when I was in Malibu back in 2011 and she came in and looked at my, Art and wanted and I could have fluffed her, but I told her the truth and she walked. I was felt super successful. It was the exact opposite. I made I I I lost a career probably, but I didn't lie. So I think success is if when you get it on a sober perspective, is is it's different things. The success is is battling through all the ups and downs of of a family, you know, and 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 overcoming Every, every time you wanted to be like, I'm out, dude, or this or that, like, Al and I had a full, like, Al failed today, dude. I've been super mad at him all day long. The success will come when we sit down and, and we, we overcome the obstacle, dude. The, the, the battle with the rooster is not over. We thought it was, dude. But success is, today I tiled, today I did my very first tiling thing in, in the bunkhouse, and I pulled it off. I felt successful about it. I didn't know what I was doing. I watched some videos. I had a phone number. I could call Josh, who's on the channel here, is a professional tile guy. I got numbers to call. I but I was I was ready. I got in there. I mixed my my thin set to liquidity. I, I got it on. I saw it was gonna droop. I just sat with it for like an hour till it got till it firmed up and got my stuff on there. It, it looks good. If it, if it stays on there tomorrow, it'd be a win, not just a success. So I think when you get into like, what is success is, is it can be fleeting and changing, you know, like there's moments like I don't feel successful. Like I, I sometimes like, like I think this medium, especially cause I've been on it so long and just like, yeah, like, like, like there was a wind, I don't know. Like I missed the, a boat somewhere, but we're doing our own thing. So success—I'll get an email that that proves to me it's successful. But sometimes I look at it the, through the wrong set of eyes, and I feel very unsuccessful doing this. So it's a—it's a subjective. It's a subjective thing. I think it's—it's it's a contentment, right? I think that's what we learn in 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 being sober is that we ceased fighting everything, right? Like we were able to be content in, in the bad as well as the good. Like that was something I couldn't do when I was loaded. When I was loaded, success wasn't even achievable. It didn't matter what was going on. Like, like because even if I something good, good happened, I used to tell you the story, right? Like I used to drive around with a manuscript that literally was fortune telling cuz it could all be about like the last 5 years but i used to drive around with this manuscript in the uh, in the front seat of my car in an envelope to a publisher and i and i would never send it it would just sit there on the front seat and i would i not the and i was super conscious of it i was like if i send this thing in and and they publish the book and i get the check what am I going to do? dude? I'll probably kill my, I'll probably die dude, from drinking and drug. And I, I wouldn't know what to do with it. So I never sent it in. Cause I was like, like at that time in my life, like even being successful would have been a, a failure. If, if you get what I'm get, what I'm pulling at. like it, it's something inside of you, dude. because we see plenty of people like, you know, growing up in Malibu and living in Malibu with all these people, it's definitely not what you have or who you know or what you do that makes you successful. It is it is being able to just stand where you are and appreciate it and know that it's good. And sometimes the reason it's good is cuz it's bad. It's you know, it's it's learning to love the suck, dude. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, think about, I think about some of those people I know who have every movie stars, dude, movie stars, dude, who got, who got all the stuff, the access and the whole thing. And, and if you went and looked on it, you would know that I, I was paparazzi'd with a couple of them, dude. And uh, those dudes that I'm with, I will tell you, they are as unsuccessful as unsuccessful could be. Because they got all the stuff. They got the women, the vehicles, the vacations, the success, the fame, the notoriety, the house, the access, the bank account. And they still got me babysitting them. And I got nothing at the time. I got nothing but a fancy v-neck sweater and a good attitude, right? So that that's that's the thing, is is it's it's the uh is is it is, is AA online is effective? If you want it to be, look. I'll, I'll tell you the secret. You did it. All right. Dude, just playing some geometry on me, dude. All right. <laughs> This is you sweating me. I know what you're doing. Damn. Yeah, you are, dude. You you went and and did this just to prove a point. Not stupid? Well, I know you're not stupid, dude. Oh, well, you asked me, told me not to do anything. St- oh, oh, when I was gone. To do anything stupid, like I burned down the house. I like, it? So no, no. Well, that's a standard thing. Like you know, it's a dad to leave you at home, like what the second time ever. By yourself, I got to be like, hey, don't, don't do this, why, this. Why would I cook stuff? I don't even know how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Because, dude, it's like something like that, that I'm responsible to like say, dude. It's like a big deal to like let you be at what, home do alone. What, are you thinking about Rick Warren or No, I wouldn't even care that. Well, what did you think I would do? Hurt yourself. And I don't mean that in a dumb way, like, like, like climbing up, like, so climbing up on something, right? Let's say you climbed up to get one of your things out of the cabinets, right? And you climbed up on the stool, right? Remember I said, don't climb up on anything because you could fall and you could fall and you could hurt yourself. And I'm not here to help you, dude, right? It's, it's more like that. It's not, it's not, I'm worried about the thing. It's I'm worried about like the accident that happens, And then then I'm not here because I was going to be gone for like an hour and a half, right? And so it's like, don't do anything stupid. It's not implying that you're stupid. It's just, we do, we're humans. We do stupid stuff constantly, dude. Like I smashed my finger today, dude, like fixing the fences for the cows. Dude, I had the cow out on the road today, dude. Like that's like, because I didn't fix that one fence thing. So that's me doing something stupid, right? It's not, it's, it's, it's not about intelligence it's about it's about making mistakes mm. and the the mistakes we usually make are because we're doing something stupid i e not paying attention doing something that we shouldn't be doing all of these things so no did i think that you were intellectually going to do something stupid? No, did I think that you were gonna be like, mm, I wanna get something from on top of the cabinet and so I'm gonna cli- climb up on a chair and then I'm gonna slip because I got my socks on and <laughs> fall on the ground. Oh, and- by the way, today, now I was so really go. working, I was trying to... I, was trying I to saw you a- sneaking around. I was trying to grab some high cheese and the thing I didn't find in And my- I went up there, there was a rag on the thing, I stepped on the rag and I almost slipped. That's what I'm talking about. That's doing something stupid. Going what a tr- stroke of luck. What a stroke of luck, yes. All right, now No, scr- no, that's all I'm talking about. Now, s- now scram, and we'll have a talk about today's. No, I'm doing multiple things. All right, do your thing. and then Oh, we'll, by then we'll the talk. way. Yes, dude. You know what I was saying? A stroke of luck be- be- before was because you came back early. Oh, uh, you were stoked? No, I was just kind of bummed that there was like nobody. Oh, I know. Well, I gave you some time to think about yourself. Okay, so... So, uh, so getting back to this thing, right? Is, 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 yeah, man, it's, it's very much, like, a a level of perception, right? Because, like, and I... Yeah, do whatever you're going to do over there in your multiplication, dude, is, look... Where's the promises? Promises are in here somewhere, dude. Okay. Look, this is the key to it all, man. If we are painstaking about this phase of our—this uh, is the promises on page eighty-three. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we'll be amazed before we're halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door not. We will comprehend. The word serenity and we will know peace no matter how far down the scale we have gone. We will see how our experience can benefit others. The feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Right? So, so it's, it's all of that right there. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot, dude. It's, it's a, uh, it's a definite super duper balance. And the one thing I know for sure is, is that the balance of trying to figure it all out and do all this stuff is profoundly easier without drugs and alcohol. Like profoundly, like, like, and in, it's insane how difficult life was. And I look at like life right now. I look at like life right now. It's insane, dude. Right? But every step of sobriety. Look, I st- look on on a thing. Is where is it, dude? I have a book, right? This like book right here. I got to keep track all the financial aspects of, of our life, my family's life, the whole thing. When I got to, when I got sober, dude, I, I owed nothing. I had nothing, dude. Like when I got sober, I owed nothing, had nothing. I was one of those weirdo people that was like, I was busy being loaded. And I was super aware that I was incapable of dealing with life's trivial matters i.e paying bills and having responsibilities so i just didn't have any dude like up until up until i'm about to have out i would never had a credit card my entire life dude never borrowed money in my entire life never owed never had credit none of it dude zero i was even dude i remember when the big financial crash happened in 2008 People were like, "Oh, I lost some. I didn't lose a cent. Like I didn't have a cent to lose." But so, like, I gained. Like I was, I was one of those people. Like it didn't affect me because I didn't have. I was neutral. So here I am. I, I look at it like what almost 14 years of sobriety later. Um. Yeah, I got. Endless health insurance. I was on the phone for an hour today with my auto insurance people just moving stuff around. It's just, it's like this nonstop thing, dude. Like, so yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, like it was, life was crazy and chaotic loaded and there was nothing going on. There was just a dude bouncing around, showing up for work, building the houses And trying to like surf and skate and not get in trouble. And it was out of control, dude. Out of control. All of the stuff, right? Completely out of control. Nothing. I had nothing going on, dude. Just show up to work, do work. Didn't have any bills, dude. Didn't have like, you know, the whole thing. And then I get sober. Life's totally chaos, but, but i look at like the chaos i deal with on a given basis on a daily dude i couldn't imagine throwing anything in that mix dude it's it's like i so i was today like today i was out doing this tile thing i'm getting i'm getting all geared up i got my my tile saw out i'm i'm check figuring out how to use i because i got a tile saw and i was like okay dude like all right i'm getting i'm psyching up i've been i've been sitting on this one for like Months, dude, like ah, oh, I gotta get in there. Like it's, you know, I got like a thousand bucks worth of tile, dude. Like it's one of those things. Like I blow it, I blow it, dude. Right. So I gotta, I gotta ease my way into it. I know how I do these things, right? I got all the tools, I got I'm all tooled up, I'm ready to go. So I'm getting everything organized. And I and I look out and I'm looking at the cows, right? I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, and I'm looking at them and I go, is that fifth cow? That fifth cow looks like he's on the other side of the fence, dude. She. She. Well. Okay. All right. I'm just looking at a couple of. Them. Yeah. Yeah. You're killing it on the multiplication. Good for you, dude. Um. Yeah. Even number nineteen. Yeah, dude. You got these big ones going on, dude. Good for you. Um. This one. This is. Two, th- two, uh, that's incorrect. It is? It should be, um, let me see. Oh, this thing should be zero. No, it's, it's what's, it's fifth, it's the one comes down, right? One, yeah. five times zero, zero, you bring the one down, right? So it should be 15. Oh, it should be 1,000. One. Yeah, okay, so Fix, do you see the mistake you made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta multiply before you add. <laughs> Can't stop practicing the math, dude. It's, that's the thing. He gets it, dude. He does it on his own. I, I don't even prompt him anymore. He's just sitting here practicing math. <laughs> anyway. Dude. Anyway, so uh, I'm sitting there, right? I, and I got my thing going on. I look and I'm like, is that cow, what side of the fence is that cow on? And then all of a sudden, I like, I, I whistle or something, and the cows come running. And I'm like, dude red's on the wrong side of the fence but red's not on the wrong side of the fence red's on the one side of the fence that the road is at so I'm like uh oh and I go running down there I'm like dude I don't know how Like, I'm, I hope the cow cooperates dude you know I've only had him like three weeks right I'm like oh, is the cow gonna cooperate dude I'm like running down there like dude there's a cow like if it sees the stuff to eat on the other side of the road it could wander out in the road I have a huge shoulder and I was like I'm boogieing down there I'm, and I'm like That's the dirt part we walk on the road. It's called the shoulder. And I'm running down there. And I'm like, I'm like, i got to open the gate, close the gate. i I got gates going on and and this. Okay. I'll check it when I'm done. I'm in the middle of talking here. So do some more or not. Okay. Don't bug me, please. I'm doing my sober Friday, bud. And so... Whatever the cow comes, the cow is super friendly. Cow comes right on in, but it was it was just about to take a step towards crossing the road. Like and like we live on open range, so like if someone hits the cow, it's on them, dude. But still, it's our cow, dude. I get the cow back in, and then next thing you know, I'm I gotta go and fix the fence that broke through the fence where this tree this bush was, and does this thing. That's just me, like being aware. Like, like if I had been busy ripping bong hits or drinking a six pack or doing all the stupid stuff that, that people have time to do, I wouldn't have caught the fact that my cow was on the wrong side of the fence. Cause you couldn't really tell because it was just a big blur of fur dude. Like, and I, and it's like way up there. It's like, and I was like, "Ah, that's, but, but why am I there? Why am I there? Because Al and I had a big, like, thing about the rooster battle and, like, we got, like, whatever. So, like, it's just, like, the universe put me in the right spot to see that, like, today of all days is the day. Like, normally we go hiking on a Friday. We didn't go hiking today because I had to stick around to to make sure the cow didn't wander in the road, dude. So, it's that weird thing where, like, yeah, when I was loaded, dude, I didn't have any cows to worry about, Right? Like, yeah, I got cows, and yeah, what's up then this and that, and I so yeah, I think you can base success on how many balls you got up in the air that you're juggling at any given time too, like 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 on on one level, I remember when I got sober, right, like I was ex- i was I had achieved a success in a lifestyle that most people will never achieve. I had a completely like remember you see all the people living in their vans and the stuff, the, the car camping stuff that's all on YouTube now. Dude, I had that stuff dialed back in, in in what 15 years ago. I had all these places I would camp out with these incredible views, all these locks to these gates all dialed. I had a tight scene. I had my truck dialed with my surfboards and my skateboards. I wasn't paying rent. I was going to work. I was working with all my friends, building houses. Surfing and skating and just drinking and smoking weed and just like, yeah, getting loaded. Right. To somebody who was who's in a certain culture, like I would achieved like a pinnacle of like, whoa, dude, you're doing like people were envious of my lifestyle. They just didn't know that I had that abandoned pool. I was caretaking where I would just like skate at my whims. Like I had the voodoo bowl was like a key to it, dude. That was my response, my camping spot. People were like, look, you got a bowl and you the the whole thing. And, And little do they know, I used to sit on top of the world at voodoo bowl and just be like, this sucks, bro. Like, how am I getting out of this predicament, dude? Right? So. So yeah, like is my life completely uh, 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 boxed in sometimes where I get claustrophobic with it, where I'm like, oh my God, I just want to go drop everything and rip up to Ocean Beach and go get barreled. Absolutely. 100%, man. So yeah, life's gotten successful because it's, it's full tilt boogie, dude. From the time I open my eyes to the time I go to sleep, dude, boredom. I'm I haven't. i have not been bored in 14 uh, I was I ran into boredom in the early sobriety because I just didn't know what I was talking about, dude. The one of the true gifts you get out of sobriety is is that word boredom ceases to mean anything at a certain point. Like, yeah, in the beginning, you just don't know what to do with yourself. So you're sitting around like a lot, like hanging out, drinking coffee, just being like, so what do we do, dude? And then life happens and then you're like whoa bro like I look back back to that like year three sobriety and be like oh that was some that was sweet dude I didn't have a car I was just take I was taking care of my bro dude like who needed some like he was had mental health issues so his parents were like letting me live at his house for you the guy had like the that rad house I was living at for free doing my art Making YouTube videos, dude. I didn't have a car. I just... All my job was to make sure this dude didn't, like, play with scissors, dude. Right? And... How old you know, Uncle. Uncle. The Rooster Roo's dad. Uh, yeah. Anonymity, dude. What? What? An, an, anonymity means you don't say their names. Oh. But, you know. And, uh... Uncle. And, um uh, so uh yeah, I had nothing going on, dude. I didn't want anything going on. I was just making my art, man. Like I'll look back on that was one of the gifts of sobriety at that like year and a half period where I was like, I'm just gonna go down to Chile for like two months and just hang out with I remember when I got to Chile, dude. I was sitting there by the fire at the hostel I was staying at. I was sitting in these these dudes were traveling through, and, and I was sitting there, and I was talking to them, they're like, and, you know, I was traveling by myself, because that's how I like to travel. And they were like, aren't you, like, lonely? And I'm like, no, dude. Like, I'm stoked, bro. Like, down here surfing, dude, on my own trip, dude. Like, I got nobody yanking me around, dude. Do what I want. All right. <laughs> you got it you you brought it around on the 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 thing okay good for you all right all right you're killing it dude you should you should just skip ahead to the double numbers like that's what you really need dude now because you're already kind of doing it you need to kind of almost start doing this stuff dude no all right you're you're like four pages out so just keep doing what you're doing dude carry Uh, on I think I'm done okay you don't have to anymore that was all you doing any anyhow. All right. Stop, dude. I'm a, I'm gonna roust you, dude. Stop it. And um Well, I couldn't have a channel back. Well, I the boredom's like a, a a fake concept. Dude, that is a Western induced concept. Like I'll tell you that. That's what I mean about you figure it out when you're sober. Like there's no such thing as sobriety because even when nothing's going on, you you appreciate that nothing's going on. There's there's like I haven't I can't tell you, for the last, like, two years, I haven't taken a break. Like, yeah, I've sat down and, like, taken a break. But what I mean is, like, I haven't had a moment where I'm like, so what am I going to do today? (laughs) That option's gone, dude. I'm longing for one of these days where I wake up here and I'm like, all right, dude, like, what am I going to do today? So I, and I think that, that, that like boredom, like you, you like it's because even when you got nothing going on, no plans, no nothing, that's your personal time to be with yourself. That that's one of the great gifts I got in early sobriety was, was I understood that, that the, the, the only reason I would be bored is because I didn't appreciate myself. Like when you learn, hold on. When you become at peace with yourself, when you truly learn, to, when you do the work, right? When you do steps four, five, six, seven, when you do all the work on yourself, when you figure out who you are, what makes you tick, if you play your cards right and do it properly, you'll take a period of time where you'll just sit with yourself and just ride the rail with it until you're like, oh, I'm totally cool with myself. Like that was something I couldn't do. That like boredom is a pre sobriety thought. Like uh, uh, I'm bored. I'm a drink, smoke weed, do this. Like where? What are we gonna do? Like what's going on? Now that I know that I can sit with myself anywhere, anytime, dude. Like boredom isn't even a reality. It's not a real concept. It's 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 a it's a it's a fake concept. I'll just tell you that it's a fake concept. It it's because you can't just be with yourself. Because there's no more entertaining person than you are to yourself. Like when you really get past all of the bullshit you're selling yourself. And even the fact that like you'll sit there and sell yourself bullshit constantly is, is a fascinating thing. Like I sometimes I will, even on my darkest days, and trust me, I have my dark days, I am blown away with the nonsense I will tell myself and I'll be like wow like that's crazy like next level dude so it's it's uh it's very much the uh it's very much it's very much how you choose it to be dude you know After all, this world around us is an extension of our. Yeah, the outside world is a reflection of your inner self. The truer statement, man. Look, it's, it's, it it very much is that way. It's very, very much. So yeah, if you, but, but I would say like, like one of the things that, Like the key to it all is, is the fourth step, fourth and fifth step, dude, made the fearless and searching moral inventory of yourself. Like, dude, step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Like, dude, when you go down and really take account for what you've been up to in this life, like when you really like dig down on it and you're like, okay, like, yeah, that's me. That's what I'm up to. That's what I've been up to. That's what I've done. And you've taken off all the BS and the lies and the self-deception and the delusion. And you just straight up zeroed in on yourself in the mirror and just been like, yeah, that's who I'm looking at. That guy right there. And then you admitted to a God, to ourselves and another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Dude, once you've admitted it and you're free of it. The world stops being so hectic. I mean, look, it's hectic, right? Whoa, dude, it's hectic, dude. But it's not hectic from an, a powerless position, right? Like when I see all these people that are like all like caught up with these things. It's it's a the reason they're caught up into them is because they're powerless over themselves, dude. Like no no. No people in some capital city are any crazier than I am, dude. They're not doing anything crazier than I'm doing to myself. So the minute I realized that, like, oh, it's it's an inside job. Like, yeah, they're in the capital cities doing whatever they do in capital cities. But I don't have to go there anymore. I'm not powerless. I can affect my own change, dude. So... So that's that's where I think that when you get rid of the baggage that you're carrying around and you become at peace with it like look all the dumb stuff I've done my entire life dude i i it was funny i had the the other night i was like i don't know if i was like half sleeping or one of those things where i was kind of up early and i was just still still asleep but i was trying to think of like all the dumb stuff I did in a certain period. And I got some dumb stuff, dude. I was think like I was thinking about dumb stuff in high school. And I was like trying to get it all out on the plate. Like the drinking and driving and the throwing rocks and just all the stupid stuff we had done, man. Ah. Oh. And I was like, oh, dude, like the like like the 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 dumb stuff. That you do as a teenager back in the '80s was so close to just life-altering failure. Like, like, and I was thinking, remember those dumb kids who pushed the log off the off the canyon and it fell on that purse that lady's head and they killed her, dude? Like, just. You're just dumb, dude. Like I think that, like the weird, the weird world we live in now. I don't know if the kids are they're they're a different kind of dumb, dude. But we were like that, like wild in the streets, dumb, dude. Just like running amok, dude, sneaking out of the house, dumb, dude. Like just doing dumb stuff, dude, egging cars, and so I had this night where I was just thinking about all that teenage stupidity, and I was like, whoo. <laughs> yeah. They could be sweat a little bit like, oh, dude, good thing. Nothing bad happened. Good thing. Nothing bad happened, man. Different times, dude. So, yeah, dude, it's 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 that thing of. of Yeah, it's gnarly, man. So but when you're free of it, like I I wasn't like I think if I had been back in the day loaded, I would have. I would have looked at that. I would have not wanted to look. Like, oh, don't think about that stuff. That the other morning, I was just like, let's look at it. Like, what? What else did were we up to? I mean, there was dumb stuff. I wouldn't even like. I'm like, well, I don't even want to. Wouldn't even like, dude. Whoa, that was stupid, dude. Like, stupid, 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 stupid. Lucky people aren't dead. Stupid. Like, like, you know what I mean, like. Like, that's the weird thing with being a human being is like, we go through that whole period of our life where we do such stupid, stupid stuff. And, uh, you know... I don't know what it's like to be a, like a teenager nowadays. Maybe they don't do it. Maybe it's so weird now they don't do that. I mean, the keggers. To, to, I remember we used to meet up at the 7-Eleven. All you needed was three bucks, man. You'd go crazy in like 1985, dude. Just keggers and big caravans of cars, dr- driving around, drinking and driving, dude. Just have, like have madness, dude. I don't even know how like we all pulled it off, dude. I don't know, dude, gnarly, dude, but you know, you don't shut the door on the pass. You use it, dude. So yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't even know if it was divine. It's not even divine intervention. It was just standard. Like, like, I don't know, man. That's where these new generations have no idea what they're missing out on, dude. Like, we didn't have any of this dumb, dumb technology, dude. We used to do this. I'll tell you one little story on the way out the door here. We used to do this thing called ringing the gong. Ringing the gong, dude. We would go up to this this place in the mountains when there was like a community up there. It was pretty rural. We'd go up and ring the gong, dude. And, And what it was is we would drive up and there was these this big giant like water tank. And it wasn't like one of the ones that it was on the side. It was like a huge water tank on the side. And it was, it was, it was empty for a couple seasons, right? I don't know, it was drought or whatever it was. So our big thing was we used to get just super stoned and loaded and like in the middle of the night, we'd like, let's go ring the gong, dude. And we'd go up there and we had this big pipe hidden up in the trees, dude. And we used to go up there and bang, on the side of this water drum, dude, like giant, twenty feet high, dude, and it would make the loudest sound you ever heard, just bong, and we would laugh and roll and just ah, the greatest thing ever. And I was thinking about it, like I was laying it that morning when I was laying in my bed. I was like, what a what a dickhead thing to do at two o'clock in the morning, just banging on this thing up in the mountains probably waking everybody up dude probably waking up hundreds of people just like what the hell is that noise dude what is that crazy banging sound going on boom just as, loud, as hard loud as we can banging the gong dude oh me and my buddies we used to that was like our thing dude when we were just like ah let's go bang the gong <laughs> Dude, wow, dude. I, I think about it now. I'm surprised. And, and I guess it was probably because it was like one of those things. Like, no one knew where the sound was coming from. So, no one came and stopped us ever, dude. Like, no one ever pulled up onto us and was like, you guys are screwed, dude. Like, no one ever stopped us but it was so loud i remember i think we had a friend who was like dude you guys gotta stop banging the gong bro i know it's i know it's i've done it with you guys it's crazy dude so it's just like and that's like one of the the dumb simple stupid tales just stupidity dude at its finest. Just no regards for anybody else's, like, sleeping or whatever. Just, yeah, I'm going to ring the gong. Yeah. Dude, no regard. No regard. Like, I, I, I know exactly. Uh, no thought of doing anything except disturbing people. Like, the whole intent of ringing the gong was to disturb everybody, dude. Like, was just to be dicks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude so like there's a point where sometimes i i chuckle. like like i think s- sometimes i'm driving every now and then and i'm like when am i gonna get egged like you know what i mean like we used to egg people all the time dude like egg them dude as could kid, kids egg cars anymore dude it's or is that or is that a mandela effect dude I don't know, dude. I was just thinking about all the stupid, stupid stuff I did as a kid. I used to ride. Speaking of like, like you take your life. from I used to ride on my friends. Well, he had one of the, he was a full BMX dude. My friend, Sean Stewart, dude, had one of those crazy, I want to say GMX or one. She had like the best, like. BMX bike, right? And we lived way up in the hills, dude. So we had to be, and you know, they didn't have any brakes or anything. So we used to go, there used to be this little store in the mountains called La Tienda. We used to jam and do this like five mile hill bomb through the mountains. And I would sit on his handlebars with my, my, with my feet on the, the peg, not, not pegs, not BMX pegs, just the bolts of the forks and Sean was like a daredevil dude, and so we would bomb the hill, no brakes, dude, like regular ah, dude, no helmets, no nothing, dude, just wow. I think I think about that sometimes. It gives me chills to think about. I'm like, dude, if any, anything had happened, we'd have been dead, dude. We were going so fast constant constantly doing that it's that funny when you see that meme they have of gen x and it's the it's the kids all laying under the jump with the kid on the schwinn that really was the way it was full just lord of the flies man all our parents were working dude everybody was doing their thing dude no one we were just ah man Class, I'm class of 87, so when Sean Stewart and I were bombing the hill, it was probably like 1980, 1980, something like that. Anyway, that's, uh, that's Sober Wednesday for y'all. That's not an, that's not an anonymity story. That's, that's not a, that's, that's just bro. That's childhood by Sean Stewart, man. That dude's rad, dude. I wonder where that dude is right now, dude. He's one of those dudes, man. Either that dude's tamed out, or he's or he's under the ground, dude. That dude was that dude was taking no prisoners, man. That guy, dude. Uh. Oh, dude, I, I haven't thought about that guy in a long time, man. That guy was a renegade, dude. Oh, anyway, dude. So that's us, sober Fridays for you, dude. We'll be back next Friday, seven o'clock, dude, because. I ain't going back to that meeting, dude. No sir, no how, no way. We'll do this. Um, there's, um, uh, yeah, dude. So with that said, good night. Godspeed. Get sober. Go to a meeting. Turn yourself in, dude. It's gonna be okay. Adiós.